Hello, and welcome to another episode of Hot Takes, the story screen podcast where we see a movie and we don't talk about it at all until we get to the microphone very soon after seeing the movie, and then we do talk about it. I'm your host, Robert Anderson. I'm joined today by... Jack Kaljeski. And a very special guest... Tim Irwin. It's good to have you back, Tim. Oh, I, yeah. I just fucked up my contact. This is a good start for me. Yeah. yeah. Well, you don't need your eyes to talk. Nope, I'll yeah. just close my eyes. It'll be a there totally you go. audio... Be, you'll be good. Uh, ...experience for me. Yeah. yeah. So, we just saw a really <laughs> fucking weird and awesome movie. Uh, it's called Mandy, directed by Panos Cosmatos... Yes. Which is a cool name. And uh, stars Teen Heartthrob, Nicolas Cage. Is that how we're going to pronounce that? Nicolas Cage? No, no, no. Panos <laughs> Cosmatos. Yeah. yeah. Panos Cosmatos, I said, yeah. I think was... It's yeah. the best I got. Yeah. I'd say that's serviceable for now. Right. I'm sure I'll mispronounce something uh, later. Yeah, we'll fuck something up. Yeah. For sure. But uh, yeah, so we just saw Mandy. Um, that was a fucking cool movie. How? Do- Let's get our general impressions out of the way. How do you guys feel about Mandy? I... Liked it. It wasn't as schlocky as I anticipated. Yeah. yeah. Are you disappointed it wasn't as schlocky? No, I was very happy. Ah, uh, okay. Yeah. Good. That okay. movie fucking ruled. Yeah. <laughs> that movie is like, <laughs> pretty much, if somebody were to make a movie just for made, that would be pretty fucking close. Uh, you know, we like to keep the first half of uh, Hot Take spoiler free, so we'll refrain from diving too deep into specifics. But, uh, yeah. There's a lot of non-specific side. There's a lot of things we can talk about. Uh, the movie is just kind of like this, like, death metal, uh, opera happening. Um, yeah. Really beautiful color palette. Very, like, grainy, uh, So grainy. Like, from the moment the film opens, I was like, this is a lot of grain. Kind of like, uh, it reminded me of, like, Hope with with a Shotgun. Yeah. A little bit. Yeah. Um, But more artsy. More artsy. Yeah, Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, uh. It's very much like it's almost a hobo of the shot, a hobo with the shotgun by way of David Lynch. Yeah, okay, I can get yeah. that with that. Yeah, like this is definitely a lot of like long. You can see the influence there, mm-hmm. big time. It's very cool. Um, I when I first saw the trailer for this movie, I was like pretty hyped on it, like immediately. Uh, and I think the movie like met that expectation. I don't know if it exceeded it. I think I like got what it was selling. And I'm happy with that. How do you guys kind of feel now seeing this movie after hearing about it for a little while? I went in totally cold. Did I didn't know like anything about this. Uh, <laughs> I just I knew that it was Nicolas Cage, and mm-hmm. the last Nick Cage movie I saw was Mom and Dad, which I thought was like over the top, like in, in a way that I wasn't really into. Right. I really like, want to see a Mom and Dad. I haven't seen it yet. I heard it's. I heard. Some cool things. It's kind of wild. Uh, this movie, like, just sort of like matches Nick Cage's insanity on like all levels. In yeah. that, like, because sometimes he stands out. Where it's like he's too crazy for this movie, but this was like perfectly. This, crazy this was a vehicle made for Nick Cage to ride the crazy wave. Yeah, as far as it would take him. Yeah, Jack, how did you feel like your expectations were met going into the movie? So I, I, um, when the trailer for Mandy came out, I had seen everybody saying like, "Holy shit, this trailer for Mandy." Mm-hmm. And I think I was at work when I, when you and Mike were talking about it in our group group text, and I like started watching the trailer, but I was at work, so it wasn't the ideal way for me to watch it. So I stopped right. watching it, and I never went back to it. Okay. So I more or less went in cold. Also, I pretty much only knew that there was a cult aspect to the plot. Yeah. And that it was some full on Nick Cage kind of stuff. And other than that, I didn't really know what to expect. So 
going in cold was fucking cool. I would say to anybody, I mean, usually this is my sentiment, but I would say going cold if at all possible, because this movie I think is not for everyone, but if it's, (laughs) if it is your lane, it, you are going to like it very much. I mean, this is up. This movie is right on my alley, and for me, it, it it did the damn thing. I don't think there's even like too much to spoil with this movie, which is not to say I'm going to. It's just kind of like the the narrative, just kind of uh, typical. The way they go about it is not. In my yeah, opinion. I yeah. mean, it's it's um it's very much more so a tone and style kind of thing those are the things that are striking about the movie like there's not a ton of of plot there's 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 some really smartly written um dialogue i Mm -hmm. think or dialogue not really but like there's some good lines in this movie yeah i mean i think even like you consider it dialogue they're you know human interacting with one another it could be weird but i think it is a a type of dialogue at the end of the day (laughs) there are not a ton of two-way conversations though that is true yeah um but as far as just visual and audio experience, this is a very cool movie. And the plot that's there is is simple, but effective in just carrying you through that audiovisual experience. And this movie just has so much style and so yeah. much... It is just dripping with tone and atmosphere and style. And, and like you were saying, like the film grain on there, the colors... The lighting, they're constantly playing with lighting in, in super cool, interesting ways. Yeah. Um, in a lot of shots, it's just dynamic lighting going on that's moving across the, the characters in the space. And usually it's colored dynamic lighting and it just looks so cool. Yeah. It really, the movie just, we're just going to spend so much time just talking about how just like mind-bendingly gorgeous the film is. Yeah. Yeah. And on top of that, you have the score by the uh, keyboardist from The Simpsons, like the the organist. It's really intense. That's a Simpsons joke. It's oh. all right. Yeah. Wait, is that from... Um, she put us in a God of Yeah. Yeah. Like, I mean, the score, crazy. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so this movie was one of the last movies that Johan Johansson uh, did the score for. Mm-hmm. He is most well-known recently for... Working pretty closely, closely with uh, Denis Villeneuve, our favorite. Did Arrival in Blade Runner twenty forty nine? He passed away earlier this year, so this is one of his last movies. Um, movie was dedicated to him at yep, the end of it. Yep, yep. and uh, his score is a huge part of this movie. Like the soundtrack is yeah. killer. I mean, and kind of knowing like uh, his work from Arrival in Blade Runner, and then hearing this. Which yeah. is uh Well he didn't wind up actually doing the final score in oh, really? Blade Runner. Oh okay. Um he was on the project at first and then he and uh Denis Villeneuve kinda well, I guess Villeneuve sort of realized like what Johan Johansson had come up with for Blade Runner wasn't exactly right. So that's when he brought Zimmer? in Hans Zimmer. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, okay. Mr. Yeah. Hans. Yeah. Well, I mean regardless, like even you know, the soundtrack from Arrival is is I think also notable, and if you yeah Sicario and and Prisoners yeah, as well, and if you uh, you know this this movie soundtrack, like I said before, it's like a <clears throat> it's like a heavy metal like opera, so like it's very different from those kind of previous works. 
Kind of, but the actual of, like metal parts of it, there's mm-hmm. not. It's very few and far between, like actual instrumentation. Like it's a lot of. There's still some heavy keyboard. Yeah, yeah, a lot of keyboard, a lot of like synth tones. Yeah, yeah. it is like um, he. It's funny because he's Icelandic, Johan Johansson. Okay, um, and there is a lot of like Sigur Rós, like adjacent kind of stuff cool. in there. So, but it's. So fucking cool. It I works mean, without, so well. without the score, <clears throat> the score is like half the movie. I mean, if we if we're really talking about like the standout things in the movie, you know, there's some great performances, but it's really like you know, it's the tone, the world, the sound, and and you know, the sound is really kind of what like sews it all together really quite well. Yeah, I think so. I'm it's really shocking at, at a lot. Oh of yes, yeah. I'm so happy we saw this movie in the theater. Yeah. Absolutely. We we usually, you know, before we don't do spoilers, we like, do you recommend seeing this movie in the theater? And it's like, fuck yeah. Except you won't get the chance, almost no. assuredly, because we, we ran out to see this movie because it's one of, like, the only showings right now that it's, right. that's, it's like a one-time thing. They're doing this crazy thing where they opened up with, like, um, a presenter kind of saying at the beginning, like, oh, stick around because we're live streaming from California right now. At the premiere, yeah, and then afterwards we're gonna have like a Q and A with the director with Kevin Smith. So like, I think that was actually happening as we were watching that. Movie. That's pretty cool. I would have liked to watch that, but we were kind of on a on the time timetable right yeah. now. I um, mean, this is a fucking weird ass movie. I don't know if it would get much of like a big theatrical run. Yeah, probably not. Yeah, I mean. Uh, I could definitely. See, it's one of the few movies that I've seen that, like, you can tell wanted to be a cult classic and actually like achieved that goal. Like, yeah. I could definitely see this being like a cult. Classic. Yeah, yeah, I think it's like you know, it's making a, a a splash right now. But when like it comes to VOD and like DVD and stuff like that, I do think people are gonna really clamor about it and, and kind of like talk about it. I mean, it's, it's in the beginning really good buzz already. From For what sure, I've seen, yeah, you know? yeah. I think critically, it's doing really well. But it's you know, it is. It does a little bit feel like it's made to be a cult classic right out of the gate. I think they they nailed it with that. Yeah. Um, but I just think you're going to lose a lot by not seeing this in like a theater. Big like sound system. Sound. Yeah. 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 It was very loud. Yeah. It's very loud. But like it works. Again, yeah. like all the, the, the 10 out of 10 parts of the film is just the way it looks and the sound. And, uh, you know, cannot be stressed enough, like, well, how good that is. And some Nick Cage. This and is some, some 10 out of 10 Nick Cage, yeah. as far as the Cage scale goes. It's, uh, I was gonna, I guess, like, you know, I haven't seen too many, like, really of his, like, am- like amazing Nick Cage stuff. Like, I've, saw, I've seen him in a Adaptation and um, some other movie where he's really good in. And then I also, like, I like him in Kick-Ass, but, like, I've seen a lot more of his, like, not-so-good yeah, you know, Nick National Cage Treasure One and Two. Yeah, Ghost Rider. Uh, you know, like so Ghost Rider One and Two. Is, it, is there a second Ghost Rider? Oh yeah, shut your fucking mouth. No, there is. I've seen the first one. That movie I'm not dreaming. Su- no, there is I'm not, not a Ghost Rider up. Two. Dude, I'm like ninety percent sure. Uh, I got it. You, you, got, <laughs> you and Tim keep talking. I'll, I really, I really don't out. think this Ghost Rider Two, but um, he's kind of like the Ghost Rider in this movie. You think Ghost Rider got snapped? When we got snapped, like. You see, he's still oh, around. like in yeah, dude. Ghost Rider: Spirit of Vengeance is the sequel to Ghost Rider. Why? Why did they make another one? And uh, I, I, I don't think I don't know if it got set because isn't Ghost Rider in? Well, it's a different Ghost Rider in the Marvel TV show, right? 
Oh, I don't know. Oh, so I think there, Ghost Rider has made an appearance in the the MCU in the in Agents really? of Shield. Really? Yeah. But he's in not, Agents of Shield. But he's not the Nick Cage Ghost Rider. He's the uh, no. he's because there's more Ghost Rider. He's like the SoCal Ghost Rider. But that's and he has a motorcycle. Or yeah. no, he has a car. He has a car. That's the difference. That's but not cool. The yeah, Nick cool Cage movies would be 21st Century Fox, I think, right? Oh. So that wouldn't be Marvel anyway. Well, maybe maybe that's why they used a different Ghost Rider for it. Probably. Yeah. You want to take a, a a quick guess? I don't know if you were just looking at my phone there. I didn't see anything. If you note. did, you ruined the game. But the Rotten Tomatoes score for Ghost Rider: Spirit Ooh, of Vengeance. Tim? Uh, yeah, Tim, you go first. Thirty six. Thirty six. Is it closest without going okay. over? Presses right rules. It, just give me a um. Yeah. Closest without going. So he said thirty six. Yeah, uh, I'm gonna go with thirty two. One dollar. <laughs> it's seventeen percent. Oh damn! <laughs> damn. <laughs> Not too good. Um, yeah. Wow, that's bad. What is your relationship with uh, Nicholas Cage? He's my dad. Wow. No. Um, oh, I, I I'm not a huge uh, as far as like weird actors go. Nick Cage isn't like my go to dude. Yeah. Uh huh. Um, everyone's got their favorite like weird actor. Uh, yeah. But um, you know, does Keanu count? Yeah. Right. That's, that's what mine. I was like. That's like the internet's darling. Like I yeah. think Nick Cage or Keanu are like the two choices you can yeah. make on the internet. Yeah. Yeah. Again, like Nick Cage never has really been like you know because like when I was kind of getting into movies. Nick Cage at that point was already kind of like uh, known for just being like he just does where he just does all the movies and a lot of them are not <laughs> well, good. He fucked up his taxes real real bad, so he'll kind of do whatever movie you sign mm-hmm. him on for. Is I think where we were at most when that of happens. us. Most of the time, we're, yeah, yeah. But um, I mean, he was good in Con Air. He was good in Gone in sixty seconds. Great, he's a thing, great actor. I, yeah. I don't think I've really seen like that many Nicolas Cage vehicles. Like I haven't even seen Face Off. I haven't seen that in a long time. If I have seen it at all, yeah, it's one yeah. of those where it's been so long that you probably you probably yeah, as a on child t- on yeah. TNT yeah. when you're yeah. like thirteen. Yeah. It's uh, funny we uh, even mentioned Keanu Reeves because I do feel like there's a conversation to be had about yeah. the, the John Wickism. Hot and take, the John Hickism. Hey, yeah, I mean this is a revenge movie, so as far as that goes, yes, but <laughs> yeah. There's similar. I mean, like I'm not trying to say one's a carbon copy of the other. But if we're gonna make comparisons, comparisons to be made. there are ten movies I would put in front of John Wick. Sure, but I think that you know you could say that uh, you know this is like a it is a revenge movie. So there's certain tropes that come along with that. Sure, and I do think those are prevalent here, even for a weird Lynchian metal opera. You know, yeah. it's still kind of uh, is built upon familiar ground. Yeah. It's so, it is, it really is like, I was, if you're going to reduce it down, it's like, what if David Lynch got really into metal, which I'm sure David Lynch fucks around with some metal, but oh, he fucks around, he fucks around. He fucks around. Um, but like, what if he was like really into metal? Yeah. Uh, it, that's this movie. So if that sounds appealing to you, I feel like well, this like operates on like, I'm not very metal at all. And this operates on like a <laughs> level of metal, like two clicks beyond like what i'm used to like i liked metalocalypse which is very like metal yeah. but in a very surface level like there's spikes on everything in brutal yeah. way this there's, is like there's the definitely there's metal. definitely some metalocalypse yeah. in this yes like i think kind of directly we'll talk about yeah. it later. metalocalypse kind of like pokes fun and i think metal culture while also kind of like celebrates it or i think this is like uh 
I can't I don't I won't claim to know too much about metal because I also that's not really my jam but uh it seems to be like the the soul of metal yeah, is, right. is here in this movie boiled down into it I'm also not like I'm like you tangentially got th- you got three not metal boys I mean I'm tangentially like into metal we're like surrounded by converge posters where we're sitting right now but mm-hmm. like more so in the overlap with hardcore and punk kind of stuff. So I'm not into the, not as into the like, you know, black metal or death metal or that kind of stuff. The D and D, the Frank Frazetta metal, the the kind of metal where you can't read the name of the band, yeah, because the the logo for the band is just like, yeah, like the you know R of, the, of the title of the movie, yeah, yeah, they do that, just yeah. like what they, yeah, what yeah. the the title card for Mandy looks like. Um, so that's not as much my jam, but like. For me, as a kind of like outside looking in at metal, metal is always at its best when it's so self-serious that it kind of like collapses back into itself and is kind of like they're in on... It's not a joke, but it's like they're having fun with how theatrical and self-serious it is. Like, like, And this movie is like... It is very, very serious, but at the same time tongue-in-cheek. Mm-hmm. If you know what I mean, like it's very funny. Yeah, it there's some like... good hearty laughs in that one. So it's like not, it does take itself very seriously, but at the same time, it's willing to have fun with it. Yeah, it's not all you know, complete doom and gloom it the is whole time. Pretty deep in a lot of like the like the dream sequences. Yeah, like those yeah. are very deep, like heady metal, like. Uh, I, I wasn't high enough to watch this movie, I felt. I, I heard you say at one times. point, like, Am I out supposed loud, to be high for this? Should I be high for this? And I think, yeah, it would help, for yeah. sure. But at the same time, I think it's one of those kind of audiovisual experiences where you don't necessarily have to be high because the experience is, like, trying, is, like, yeah. so trippy in itself that you, you know... It's that kind of thing. Like it's like Tim and Eric talk about their comedy. They're like, mm-hmm. and the the go to thing is always like, oh, how high were you guys when you like writ, wrote this stuff? And they the thing they always say is like, well, we're trying to make comedy that you don't really have to be high for, like because watching it is sort of a trip in itself. And I think Mandy definitely fits in that role. Oh yeah, I almost think that if you're like on like most drugs, you like couldn't follow. The movie's almost like hard to follow by just how sensory overloading that it is yeah. that when it's giving you plot points you're kind of like what i think if you're which i'm not saying it's bad if your senses were compromised the first time you saw this movie it might turn out to be a bad time yeah, yeah right because it gets grim like the yeah. first yeah. half is like very like whoa and then it gets grim and yeah it yeah. really mess up your night I think. yeah i mean the first the first half is we're getting closer to t- spoiler territory we're here. gonna jump in, in in a minute the first half is like you know, you just ripped a bong. The second half is you are tripping on bad LSD. <laughs> I mean, it's relevant to the plot, right? There. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> All right. Well, I think this is a good time to take a break. Uh, we're going to come back with spoilers. Talk about who dies. Spoiler. It's a few. Um, there's a few deaths in this movie. Uh, so, yeah, we'll be right back with spoilers. But uh, when you get a chance, if you have an opportunity to see this movie, uh, just go. Just go fucking see it. It's really cool. If you're if you're into like what we're talking about, which like as non-accessible as this movie I think sounds, it also I think can be enjoyed by a lot of people. Yeah, again, it's none of us are metal boys. It's not. It's definitely not for everyone. But I think, like I said earlier, if you will probably know if this movie is for you. Yeah, I think. 
I you probably already know of this movie. Berg said at the end of it, he was just like, you don't get to see movies like this in a theater. You don't. And it's true because it is fucking insane. Yeah. And the level of competency in the production of it for such an insane movie is very high. It's yeah. very high, yeah. From a director who, you know, seemingly we just started designing to be, hasn't done a ton of stuff. So. Yeah, this is really his, very, own, very cool. like his second major movie that he made, um, yeah. which I'm going to go check out that other one for sure. Yeah, hopefully it's cool. But uh, yeah, I, it's tough because I don't... I don't know what to tell the listener on like where to find this movie, but yeah, keep your keep eye your, out. I keep guess. your eyes out. Keep your ear to the ground. Yeah. I, I imagine if it's having a limited release right now, then it might sooner than later come to platforms where you can kind of get it more more easier. I want this thing Easily. on a disc. Yeah, I want it. You want it on that that four hundred k, four hundred thousand. It's just four thousand. No, I know what I said. Yeah, how good does it look? 400k now that's that's that we're talking holy shit <laughs> Nick Cage is gonna fight you <laughs> if you watch that movie case. it's like your wall a whole wall which is probably how you should watch this movie if you can yeah there you go we used a whole wall alright we'll be right back with spoilies uh, thanks again for listening see you soon hello welcome to another episode of It's Fits where Story Screen's film laureate Brian Robert Fitzgibbons speaks on a film. Today, Fitz will discuss the 1981 Sam Raimi film, The Evil Dead. Evil Dead? That's the movie with the, that I've seen maybe once, because I know it's a cult movie. Cult movie. Um... But yeah, the dude like loses. It's a it's an over the top horror movie, I believe, and I think I saw it down by the river, or maybe that was Evil Dead Two, or maybe it was both. Um, but yeah, the dude. It's whenever it came. I don't know when it came out, but it was pretty interesting. Um, I'm, this is the, I think I'm talking about the right thing. The dude loses his arm and has a chainsaw arm, and yeah, it's like. It's like a smart horror movie, maybe. Unlike those Friday the 13th. Not that there's, you know, not saying they're dumb, but like they're kind of like. Yo, Evil Dead is probably not a smart horror movie either. What the fuck? <laughs> this has been another episode of It's Fits. Welcome back to Hot Takes, the show where we see movies and talk about them right after seeing them. Uh, we're talking about Mandy. We're doing the spoilers for Mandy. This is your last morning. If you don't want Mandy spoiled for you, if you don't want to know who dies... Don't do it, Robbie. Get out of here. Plot. Let's just talk about the plot. Sure. So it was a revenge story where Nick Cage kills everybody. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> he... Well, I'm sorry. Where are we going? We're going to... Let's just talk about the plot. Okay. Let's like walk through a little so bit. So we mentioned cause... earlier, it's a revenge story. Yeah. Yes. So we need a catalyst for yeah. making us not be empathetic yeah. for these bad guys. Nick but Cage is a lumberjack. They the take. They really take their time getting to the catalyst. They do. It's not like... The, the, the catalyst is like... The inciting incident halfway is through the movie. later into the movie. I mean, I think the inciting incident of the movie is when the car of the Bible folk... See her. Sees her, and yeah, that's, that's kind of like yeah. where that's where the plot really gets kicked into motion. Yeah, but usually it's like there's a good half hour of them just chilling. 
Yeah. Kind of. Yeah. Yeah. And you need that, I think. I think for so it to too. matter. Um, and the chillin' part is is th- trippy in its own way. It is. Like, mm. there's... um. It's not just throw away, like, hey, we're in a great relationship. And yeah. Then things very, that's like, going to happen. So, yeah. Nick Cage and his partner, whose name we're going to bring out to remind ourselves here, Robbie, if you'll just uh, do the honors Her, uh, for the me. The actress's name is oh, Andrea yeah. Riseborough. Yeah. And, uh, Riseborough, Riseborough. Yeah. Who can say? Uh, but she is Mandy. Yeah, she's, she's a, Mandy. Yeah, super cool goth GF. Yeah, yes. You you said you wanted a goth GF. Here she is. Yeah. Here's here's the goth goth GF. She's an um, illustrator. She just seems like kind of fucking nice. Draws metal stuff. All yeah. Day. yeah, she's cool. She and reads like weird. Books. She's really good. Oh, she's awesome. She's very very good. Yeah, it's kind of a shame that she's only in the movie for as long as she is. My one like gripe with this movie, and I guess it's kind of a major gripe, but like. I like this movie very much, so I'm I'm gonna get over it. But the plot device of this movie is the wife gets killed and then the revenge happens. So my gripe with the movie is, you know, the beginning of the movie, you're like, he's gonna kill all these people, and then the movie's gonna end, and that's what happens. And it's yeah, very but, satisfying I mean, getting there, but yeah. like, it's kind of the whole like it almost the impact and the weight of. You know, these revenge movies, it's kind of like, you just kind of know what's going to happen. And like, the ride's fun. I'm not saying the ride's not fun. And it's about the journey, not the destination. I just, you know, there is some, you know, emotionally while watching the movie, and this is a hot take, so things are subject to change, especially opinions. But um, for me, like, you know, the whole time watching movies, like, well, he's going to kill this guy, he's going to kill this guy, and he's going to get to the end of the movie, and then... Then what? I mean, you, know? you can basically write the plot of... This movie is not about plot. You can write the plot of this movie in three sentences. Sure. You know, uh, these two have a relationship. A cult shows up, kills kills Mandy, and then Nick Cage goes and kills everybody else. Like, that's the whole plot. But, like, yeah. um, I, again, my gripe with Mandy dying here, and it... That's quite a scene. I we'll get we'll get to talking about that. But like the just the plot device of like the wife needs to die. Basically, well, I keep saying wife partner. I don't really know. Um, yeah. She needs to die just for the rest of the movie to kick off. For like the revenge part right. of the movie to kick off. And I get it. I get that trope. But at the same time, her character's so strong. I guess that makes it that much more of like the revenge part. And the revenge part is where. Nick Cage goes completely unleashed, so that's yeah. also cool. But it's I don't know, it's a tired thing to just like kill off. It's more, I guess, maybe it's unfair to refer to it as a criticism of this movie, but more of just a criticism of like these types of movies. Yeah, but it is the choice know? of the movie to do that thing. Sure. Um, Tim, do you have any like hard criticisms on the film? Let's let's air our grievances because now. we really because we're gonna gush about really this thing like probably yeah. for the rest of the time. I don't think I have a ton of grievances because I didn't come yeah, in with a lot of boy. Fuck yeah, I'm paid shill. Yeah, uh, <laughs> I didn't come in with a lot of expectations, and I really just didn't want it to be like a B movie, and it yeah. wasn't. So super not. Yeah. yeah, I mean, you know, I prefer what's happening here as opposed to like you know movies like Deadpool where it's like more damsel and distressy. You know? Yeah, I mean, she held her own till the end. Exactly. Yeah. Like, she laughed in the face of danger and, uh, you know. So let's back back up 
Back, so back like, up? Let's, let's back up <laughs> a little bit, right? Yeah. And go back to one, actually. Because I really like... I almost would say I like the first half of this movie more than the second half of the movie. Like, I like <laughs> the lead up to the actual, like, moment of the cult killing Mandy and then Nick Cage snapping. I like that as well, but I would probably lean like a little more. bit more towards... Because I think they do a really cool job of, like, slowly introducing you to these two characters... Yeah. The relationship they have, they like live out in the woods. Mm-hmm. Um, kind of windows. Like said. Yeah, I. Their house is cool as fuck. Their house is super cool. Yeah. I don't. You got to be insane to sleep with your head up against a window like that. I feel like like an exposed like ground floor level. It's yeah. like you know how nobody puts their head towards the door in a bedroom. Like your feet right. are always towards the door. Like having your head up against like a wall size window. I don't know. Yeah, in the middle of nowhere, though. In the middle of the woods, no less. I mean, they use that to good effect. Yeah. Yeah. The house cinematically just looks great. It's super cool. Like, the whole time. Have we said this is a horror movie? I didn't think it was that much of a horror movie before I went in. I think it's a horror movie. I would say so. Yeah. I would say it's a horror revenge thriller, but... Especially with, like, the supernatural element that gets introduced, at least in that you don't know that it's not quite supernatural. It starts supernatural, then it gets kind of grounded in, you know, more of a psychedelic reality. Yeah. um, Yeah. But still kind of, like, human-made, not otherworldly. Right. Um, Which is cool. But, yeah, to to stay in kind of the beginning area of the film, I do really like the relationship building. Uh, I almost kind of wish I didn't see the trailer, because, like, knowing... That shit's about to pop off. I'm kind of waiting there like, when's the shit gonna go down? And you know it's gonna happen. Yeah. But like, you're almost like, is this it? Is this it? Um, which is make, it's kind of part of the fun, too. But, uh, yeah, I really like their relationship. I like how slow it is. I think that's, like, some more of, like, kind of the lynching stuff maybe you're talking about. Like For sure. Long takes, them just eating together, just kind of things I- like that. I mean, them, like, laying in bed and talking. The first yeah. time they're actually... This is one of the few moment, few scenes in the movies where there is, like, a back-and-forth dialogue. They're laying in bed and, and talking, and there's just light in their house that is moving across them. And, like, the light and shadows are just kind of yeah. dancing all around... Or, like, kind of oscillating around them. And it just looks so cool. And it's just them talking about their day and having a fairly mundane conversation, but Mm -hmm. the lighting looks so good and and the colors are so sharp and like high contrast that it's like, I'm engaged in this, even though it's a fairly, it it almost distracts from the conversation. Um, Yeah. It's cool. It's, I don't mean that as like a, as a knock against it. The conversation works as like building that these two are in a relationship and probably have been for a while and that they care about each other. But at the same time, like, it's visually arresting because of what they're doing with the sure. lighting. Yeah, no, totally. And, uh, you know, I think the shot right after that is when they go on their, like, trip, right? And there's that pan out or the zoom out from the on the lake in the canoe, which is, like, the perfect, like, uh, oh, yeah. turquoise green water. Yes. Oh, yeah. That, was yeah. Really cool. that looked really good. Yeah, because it goes straight from, like, the, they don't even really ever show you in their house where this light is coming from. It's just there. And then they cut to the trip where they're, they're like, on the lake in a little canoe. And there's just like light in the sky for no reason. 
Um, just uh, just as an aside, Cheddar Goblin is my lord now. Uh, my oh, don't worry, we'll, we'll, we're we're going to talk about. I that almost Cheddar forgot about Goblin. Cheddar Goblin. Oh I'm no, glad he reminded don't worry, us. I would not have let you forget about Cheddar Goblin. We would have gotten. Uh, there. We'll we'll get there. He's a little further down the road, but uh, I think I think soon after like that scene that we just mentioned on the water. We uh, kind of meet our our big bads of the movie. There's some cool dream stuff in there as you well. Sees the dead thing, which it's a deer. Is it a deer? Okay. Yeah, it's oh, like a it was, fawn. Oh, okay. With the grain, it was really kind of. That was like weird. a sheep or something. Yeah, yeah no, I think it's a dead fawn. Um, in the middle of the woods. But it kind of reminded her of a traumatic past she had with her father. Yeah, well, she talks about the the starlings, which Ooh. is also like a cool scene. Her just describing the star. She's so good in this movie. She's great. The scene where she's in the water and just is like intently staring. At yeah, the camera, yeah, like, and that's there's a lot of like Lynchian stuff in there too. Yeah, that's that's there's a lot of cool um, cars driving at night, sort of in like the cameras on the hood, and yeah. the cars just driving down like a dark road at night. That's also super shades of Lynch. Yeah. Um, Nick Cage has a pretty cool car. He does have a pretty His cool car. Car is cool. He gets he gets it fucked up so quickly. Yeah, yeah. But I guess it's fine. So anyway, the yeah, right. Like after that is when we meet the cult. Yeah, yeah. and they're just kind of the scenes like you know I say we, the whole movie is weird, but the scenes weird just because it's like they're they're just kind of passing through and they see her walking around yeah. and the and the boss of the cult uh, played by. Um, yeah, who's this uh, guy? Linus Roche. Uh, his his character's name is uh, San Jeremiah. They really just kind of call right, him right. Jeremiah in the movie. What, what has he been anything in anything else? I didn't recognize him from anything. Do you see him? Uh, no. He's in he's in Batman. Begins. He plays Thomas Wayne in Batman Begins. Why <laughs> do we fall? <laughs> yeah. Get back up. Uh, he's in a movie. He's in the Chronicles of Riddick. Oh. Nonstop! What a gem! Uh, so not too much. Not too, not a ton. I don't I mean, know if I recognized anybody really. Not, not too much. Yeah, yeah. whoever no. played the main guy in in the movie, he's he did a great job. Uh, yeah, Mike, he's okay. Mike Cage. I've seen, I've seen yeah. him in one or two movies. Nick Kage. Nick Kage. Yeah. Um, um, yeah, he's not. This guy's not in a ton of. But he's in Titanic. Oh, the Titanic miniseries. Oh, good, perfect. Never mind. Um, I like when they introduce the cult, though, because they kind of just pan around the car. And these are all some weird motherfuckers. Yeah. Some weird they, they looking dudes. They all look like, it's like, yeah, these people would be in a cult, I guess. Like the, then you like the, the fat guy with curlers in the back. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah the blonde fat guy. Yep. He just uh-huh. always looks shocked. Just like, what? Yeah, that other guy with like the, the really greasy blonde hair and just like leering weird mouth the yeah, whole time. Yeah, and then the really open creepy. mouth, like the mouth breather guy. Yeah. Um, Everybody in this movie kind of just looks uh, they're just like, like their mom is also their aunt. Yeah. Yeah, they're just like unsettling hippie people. Yeah. Um, That you find out are like, they're not double worshippers. No, they're no, like, they're, they're, they're all wearing crosses. Yeah, they're, they're all they're into like, God, Christian cult kind of thing. Yeah, so it's interesting. But it's it's more angle. of a uh, Jim Jones kind, of, and they they like kind of wink and nod at Jim Jones. Yeah, with sure. him wearing the sunglasses in the first shot. Mm-hmm. If he had been wearing the sunglasses the entire movie, I think it would have been a little bit too much. Too but him like having the sunglasses on in the beginning when we first see uh, Jeremiah, and then he takes him off. It's yeah. like okay, this very much sets up like. He is a narcissist, egomaniac, mm-hmm. um, thinks he is chosen by God, basically. And he's yeah. like leading this cult of these 
handful of Later complete fucking weirdos. Everyone's on like weird drugs all the time. Yeah, everybody is on LSD. Yeah. Um, um bad uh, bad LSD. <laughs> Grey goop LSD, which I can tell uh, you. Is well, not I can't wait right to way. talk about that scene. We'll, um, we'll get there. So yeah, so they they see Mandy while passing through kind of their their woods. Yeah. I guess, and he's immediately captivated by her. He decides he needs to have her. Yeah, it's like, basically. I need, I, whoever that, she is, she has to be mine. Which is also a very, like, Jim Jones kind of thing. I mean, it's it's typical of a lot of cult leaders, but a lot of it cult leaders are like, like... you're chosen. Well, th- no, a lot of them are like, I'm gonna fuck everyone, basically. Whoever I want to fuck, I'm gonna fuck. Mm-hmm. And everybody else in my cult, no fucking for you. <laughs> Interesting. Yeah. Okay. There you go. Typical. Typical. Typical cult stuff. Typical culty behavior. So, uh, yeah, you have a scene where you're at kind of the HQ of the cult, and and um, Jeremiah's kind of like, you go fucking, you get me that girl, I need her. And that scene is so good. It's very good. So weird. And establishes, it's, like, the weird hierarchy of the cult immediately. Right. In he's, that, like, like, laying down, yeah. and he's, yeah, and he's the, like... Yeah, the fact that he's just on his scolding back the this entire woman, kinda, Yeah. Oh, what a good line where she's like, is is there something I did wrong? And he just goes, everything you do is wrong. Yeah. It's so good. Right. And she's clearly, like, she was the the hotness, and yep. now she's just, She like, was the last Mandy, and now yeah, she's, She was the lover, yeah. And, right. Yeah. Now she's kind of gotten older, and he has. You know, you've got the the weird, like subordinate, like kind of uh, second in command guy. Yeah. You've got a couple of real fucking weirdo looking like skinny goons. dude yeah. goons. Yeah. yeah. You've got the young girl who just. I don't think she says anything the entire movie. She also gets spared, I think. I don't think. think so either. She doesn't yeah. get killed. Yeah. She's pregnant as well, right? She looked pregnant to oh, yeah. she is? Mildly pregnant. I don't think they ever really drew attention to it, but she, I had the same thought. Yeah. I was like, she looks pregnant. And um, she's replaced the older one as like the physical companion because, you know, they have that scene with the second in command, go find me Mandy, also send that girl in here. Right, yeah. right. And she immediately just like closes the door behind her. Yep. They say a lot in that scene with not very much... Uh, to set up like the cult dynamic, yeah. and he passes. <laughs> I almost forgot about oh the Huckerina. The, yeah, he passes. What did he say? Um, the pra- something the horn of Praxis. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. That's I was like, exactly. is that a boner? Yeah, I'm pretty sure. And then it he is. pulled out. And then he pulled out the Huckerina. <laughs> I was like, okay, it's might it. Two things might not be uh, mutually exclusive, sure. but yeah. it is in this scene uh, an ocarina. I like the little touch when he like hands it over to him, and you get that weird the like, lighting, the close like the up green, on it, yeah, yeah green yeah, strobe, yeah. yeah. Um, there's a scene where the where the woman who talks to Jeremiah, who's in the cult, goes to like the convenience store. That yeah, Mandy that's where she at. meets Mandy the first time. And it's very it's very tense and awkward, and you know, great of course. Uh, yeah, I just there was some audible laughs in the theater of just Mandy's like lo- the look on her just face. No, I was like, it's fucked up. Yeah, and it's cool. Like, it sets up the kind of like metal backdrop by just Mandy herself being really into, um, like reading these like fantasy novels. Yeah, these, like, very like heavy, pulpy. Heavy, well, like heavy metal, yeah. the movie heavy metal, yeah, kind of like right. pulpy, like that kind of stuff. She wears and like I think she has like a like a pentagram on her shirt. She had a Black know. Sabbath shirt. She on. was yeah, wearing a Black yeah. Sabbath. What was the other shirt that she was wearing? Um, 
Did she wear the the forty four uh, baseball tee? No, that's that's Nick Cage's shirt. I thought she was wearing it before she got burnt. Yes, she was. Right, I think she was wearing. She's wearing it when she, she got when she got kidnapped. Yeah. yeah, so then they took it off her when they put her in the bag. Or they had two. I thought in that no, flashback they, at the yeah, end. Yeah, in the flashback, like, they're both wearing oh, a 44 shirt. So that's probably how they met, is that they both had a She's wearing a, a Motley Crue shirt. That's what it okay. is. Okay. A lot of the time. There you yeah. go. Um, and then kind of after Motley that. Crew? God, my yeah. brain is. I've been up for a long time. So my after that, we, the cult summons the demon biker gang. Yeah, and then it turns into Hellraiser for like a little bit. For a little bit. pretty fucking cool. They, they come at it, so they have like the conch shell, they call the bikers, and this is when you think the movie is like, oh, these are some like demons from hell. Yeah, do, do, Aponia do, do, shows do, up. Do, yeah. Do, 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 do. Yeah. Yeah, you, yeah. you play... <laughs> I miss that. I miss that part in Ocarina of Time where you summon um, the <laughs> the, the, the three biker biker gang. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Right. yeah. yeah the Xenobites. <clears throat> Xenobites. I think that's what they're called from uh, from Hellraiser. Oh, okay. I've never seen Hellraiser. 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 Oh shit! I saw Cabin in the Woods, me. which is like kind of close. The, yeah, that's, you get guy. the idea. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, you should watch. You should both watch the first Hellraiser at least. It scared me as I remember I it was like on cable or something when I was a kid and I saw like one scene of it and I was like He's got pins this in pain and pleasure together as one. What's the pleasure part? Pleasure. He likes the pin in They, his, they in his are head? very much like like directly talking about Hellraiser with the Xeno I wanna say it's Xenobites. My brain is a big pile of mush right now. That's but fine. pretty sure that's what it is. Um, they're they're like these demons from hell that have all the like pins the armors they're stuff. all basically like weird fetishy bdsm yeah. sort of stuff they're all voldo from so Right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah i mean i think voldo came after sure so. but they're doing the same thing with these weird like lsd burnout bikers where yeah. like he says we'll get to the scene later but he says like the most fucked up thing like they're in pain but they love it like yeah. it's a like a fetishy kind of they look like from another planet like when you get close up to some of them like one's like goopy all the time yes. like yes. and that's weird. where you get like hobo with a shotgun tie-ins too because sure. those yeah. they had some really like goopy looking weirdo Bad guys yeah. yeah but uh yeah so it's kind of like a misdirection to kind of think they're from like this other world and they give them the acid goop yeah um as kind of yeah. payment, and they're like blood for blood yeah um that's my impression of it it's and, pretty good yeah, not bad you. yeah and um They've determined they're going to sacrifice Fatty. Fatty. And mm-hmm. they sacrifice Fatty to get Mandy, and then eventually they just sacrifice... Or they just kill Mandy because she doesn't want to fuck. Yeah. What's his face? Well, hold on. I yeah, know we're we jumping jump a few right steps. Dude, but, uh, <laughs> come on. <laughs> um, Ideally, yeah. you've seen the movie, if you're listening to this I mean, they, they go through the... We don't have to walk through every single scene, but like I like most scenes in this movie and very much. Pretty, so, um, this is the hurricane heist now. Basically, Tim, every time you're on, we just want to walk through every scene. With Hurricane Heist, it's that movie's so ridiculous. (laughs) So is this movie? I needed help understanding Hurricane Heist. There was a skull in In the sky. Yeah, have you seen the Mummy? I've seen Breeze. I've seen the Mummy. Mm -hmm. Rutledge. I've seen the Mummy. Breeze Rutledge. 
Man, good pull. That's fucking nice. Good pull. We spent the whole yeah. podcast trying to figure out what that name was, and you just pulled it. Name, you right? just pulled it right now. Out well, because it took air. so much time. Yeah, to get damn, it. dude. Yeah. Um. All right. Well, so then they summon the biker guys. They kidnap Mandy. Well, they, can, they, well, just, they, they take they, over the that's house. That's a cool yeah, scene yeah, right? when they all come into the house. Yeah. And that's another cool scene with like lighting because the light yeah. is flickering in yeah, the it's house. Like strobe lighty kind it's of. strobing, yeah. And you see the 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 Xenobites come in and uh, I'm just going to keep calling them that. That's fine. And take Mandy um, and... Did they give a name to Nick Cage's character? In no, I don't think so. I don't think they ever they, said he it does, loud, His right? character does have a name. We'll it's, just um, say Nick Cage. It's Red Miller, but they never call what? him that once. Wow, yeah. yeah let's just say Nick Cage. Sure. Because let's be honest, this is... So, they give payment to the metal bikers. <clears throat> mm-hmm. They give them the weird goopy acid. Yeah. They sacrifice Fatty. Mm-hmm. But then they just take over the house anyway. Why did they, why did they need the bikers to do all that? What did the bikers do that like they couldn't do? Well, I mean... They needed some muscle, I guess. I guess, but like Nick Cage didn't really put up much of a fight. They well, did they out. did they know where the house was? Did they follow her back home from work? I or think did they so. Need the yeah. bikers? I'd imagine that's how they figured it out. I, I don't think the bikers are trackers necessarily. Well, she says when they're in the gas station, like um, the cult lady was like, "Oh, so you live around here, right?" She goes, uh, "Yeah." Down by Crystal Lake. Yeah, yeah. she tells yeah. him. She tells her. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, I guess I don't know why they need the bikers for it. Um, just muscle, I think. Yeah. I guess, and also because they look cool. They, they I mean, look. I understand why <laughs> they, they brought him in there. Get rid of fatty. Narratively, I'm not sure. Maybe they just want to get rid yeah, of fatty. Yeah, they're tired of fatty. They he, want to get him. His the fuck hair sucks. He's annoying. Get him out of here. Yeah, <laughs> trying to do cult things, and he's got curlers he, in. He sucks. Yeah. This kid sucks. Yeah. The dweeb. Um, but then they you get to the scene where they put they drop LSD in Mandy's eye, which when they open that scene, the like perspective of her sitting there, she's got like a rope around her mouth. Yeah, mm-hmm. but like the perspective, it looked like her face was gashed. It looked out or like something. it was like warped in a weird way. I thought they like mutilated her at first, and yeah. then you kind of realize it's just like the the rope is like sucking her cheeks in. Yeah, right? yeah, her cheeks look super severe. But the way she her, was like, like her head, head is down tilted down. Yeah, yeah, but very unsettling. And so then... they they give her the eyedropper's acid, and then they give her uh the like wasp a giant like really african creepy. killer wasp yeah. sting in her arm and not she sure said what that does she called it the cherry on top yeah i guess maybe it gets you fucking even um more it high. probably hurts real fucking bad which one you're on lsd probably sucks but or, also or sick <laughs> yeah but also like yeah it's probably venom so it's like probably mixing in not fun ways i thought it was like some kind of like south american like ayahuasca sort of trip because like there's all sorts of poisonous things in the amazon kind of that you know also make you trip like a a, like in a toad whatever the specific is mandy is fucked up at this point tripping a sack yeah and i think the visual like uh, effects that are going on in this scene are well, so her conversation with the cult leader with Jeremiah, with Jeremiah. Yeah, yeah, that, that scene, scene is amazing well. because it's very long, drawn mm-hmm. out, and there are scenes where like every every time there's movements, like the frames are slower, so you like see like the just like the extra movement kind of fading in and out, and then yeah. the the scene where Mandy's face and Jeremiah's face They're are like blending blending yeah. together, it's 
And she has Wild. that Wild. That spider vein is really like what sort of like differentiates you. Yeah. 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 Did you see that as a spider vein or is that like a scar? Uh, I mean you can get spider veins as scars, I think. Oh really? Yeah. Okay. Hmm. It's a interesting she's got such a st- interesting look. She's very striking. Yeah. 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 Her eyes especially. They, they This movie has a thing about eyes. Because mm-hmm. it focuses on, in on eyes a lot. Well, they use it to kind that, of show the differentiation between being fucked up and like <laughs> sober. You know? When your pupils are dilated like, all the way <laughs> the entire out. size of your eyeball. Yeah. Uh, there are some pupilated... Uh, pupilated <laughs> ass dials in this movie. Let there me you tell go. You. Yeah. Um, but like that seems really, really cool and, and visually striking. And uh, then you see his dick. Yeah, he gets his dick out. Full peen. And then she just kind of laughs at his face. Like Buffalo Bill style, like... (laughs) In a robe. Yeah. The, uh, you know... It sucks that she dies. He's got like a Power Rangers robe thing going on. He does have a Power Rangers robe. That's like the White Ranger is what that is. That's like when the White Ranger is like getting down ready to fuck. Yeah. That's what he's got on. He's throwing that bad boy on. Yeah. Um, But the the counter power shift that happens where he's just like, I know you want some of this, takes his robe off, kind of strokes his weird cult body. He's like rubbing his nipples. Yeah, and he's like super, he's and sensual. He's, he's yeah. playing her his song, and she's like, oh, you wrote this song about yourself, you fucking weirdo. Yeah, yeah and then she just laughs in his face and in then a he's scary, like, don't like, look at me, don't look at me. But it's the power shift that's really cool. It's like that she kind of takes the power in that moment to be like, fuck you. Inevitably leads to her death. But is but a it's really cool. cool like moment that I don't think you really see from characters in that position, you yeah, know. So like yeah. at least she kind of gets like kind of power back in her hands in in a sense, you know. Which is in the face part of, of why it kind of sucks that they like have to kill her so that it can become a revenge movie for Nick Cage. Yeah, um, because I think she is <laughs> the stronger actor, and also well, she's also a more fleshed, more character. interesting character. Yeah. yeah. So for her to just be like taken out halfway through the movie sucks. Um, yeah, I mean it's it's hard because there just wouldn't be a movie without this happening. You know, I guess. Well, it wouldn't be this movie. Sure, it would be a different movie. But yeah. that is kind of why I give the nod. Like my preference, I like pre that sure. because it becomes a very different movie after yeah that happens. Um, I mean, really, like the first half of this movie is. Pretty light on Nick Cage. Yeah. Well, he's got yeah, he's, he's subdued really during. The he's just kind of there, movie. chilling. How was your day? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like that's like yeah, the yeah. There and then we didn't say this. I don't think at this point, but this movie takes place in the eighties, right? So yeah, not really sure why. It's, it's cool. The most no metal cell phones. Decade. It's so metal. Yeah, no cell phones. Yet. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yes, metal decade. When she was picking up her zippo, I was just like, "That's a weird cell phone." And then I was like, "Wait." I think it's also kind of an homage to sort of like the movies that they are nodding towards and yeah. pulling from like there's a lot of hellraiser there's some evil dead stuff in yeah. there there's some chainsaws yeah. yeah there's some like and just the like the gore and the visual effects are mostly practical practical so it's like in that kind of 80s aesthetic aesthetic yeah, yeah exactly yeah, that's fair yeah um yeah she lasts in the face of danger and then Gotta go. 
he has that moment where he freaks out in the window yeah. and like has that weird Well, even trip. before that, she starts laughing at him and he just starts furiously he starts masturbating. And you know off. he's yeah. just he's trying to get it up and there's nothing yeah. doing there. Yeah. He's been completely demasculated. Mm-hmm. Um, which for like a narcissistic cult leader, he's probably bad time. Someone who believes that God has entitled him to get whatever he wants, like just having this person who He's like, oh, I see you. You're on my level, like you and I. And then she just fucking laughs in his face. Yeah. Like, that's a really great moment to just yeah characterize that guy as a you know wormy piece of shit. I mean, I like the way it ties into when they you know they stab Nick Cage in the side, kind of like Jeeva, of, Jeeva's on the cross. Destiny. Yeah, yeah exactly. but like you know, before that, they're just like, you guys think your love is so fucking real, like blah blah. And I kind of like that because of her resistance. It is like it's a power shift but also it's an act of love yeah she's like i don't like any of that i have my man yeah he's yeah. tied up in the other room unfortunately and uh you know it's kind of it's their it's their relationship that still carries out the movie it's like their love that kind of still makes all this happen yes so that is that is a strong element there as well definitely um but yeah that scene with a burn. burning scene. Oh, oh I was just I was surprised that we didn't see Soul Edge come back because they stab him with Soul they, Edge. They 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 yeah. like draw special attention to it like the ocarina. Like they have yeah. these like Weird. mystical artifacts yeah. kind of that look again, they look super satanic, but they're very they're super into Jeebus. Yeah. Except for he has that line where he's like, you know what Jesus' big mistake was? And I well, forgot what it was. But. This guy thinks. Well, no, he says Jesus' big mistake was that he didn't have somebody else sacrifice themselves. Oh, in right. His place. That he sacrificed himself. Um, and I think that's like he. That's the difference in their church. Jeremiah thinks himself like this deity, basically, but he even looks down on Jesus because he's he's such a narcissist that he's like Jesus sacrificed himself. Like yeah. fuck that. I'm like God now. Just like, like I'm Beatles. Check exactly. Me out. Yeah, exactly. Bigger than Jesus. Yeah, exactly. Um, but that scene where they burn Mandy, that's that's really where you start to get the very well I would say the most the first like big acting scene for Nick Cage yes. is oh, when they're oh, yeah. sitting watching TV first. Oh, and they and they're talks eating. About the, no, no, not oh. even. They're just quietly watching TV and eating. Because I think what is that? That's cut with something else. Is it cut with the? Is there a cult thing happening? I'm not sure. There's a scene where the just it's Nick Cage and Mandy like sitting that. on the couch eating, and like Nick Cage is like they're watching like an '80s horror yeah. movie. Or like a like a, a space hopper or something. Yeah, it looked like yeah. a sci-fi too. We're getting zapped. Yeah. Oh, we skip right over the um, <laughs> the the cult goon in the car with the window. Oh yeah, when they're that was meeting a good the, moment. Yeah. The oh, guys. we're waiting for the the guys. Like, that was what, what do we do funny. now? And he's like, we wait. And he's just this like slack jawed idiot, <laughs> just playing with the window. Did either of you guys see Phantom Thread? No. Uh, okay, never mind. There's there's a good there's some really good parts in Phantom Thread where it's just um him reacting to like noises and that gave me. Shades of that. Um, yeah, the scene where they burn Mandy is fucking pretty brutal. Yeah, it's, pretty brutal. It's crazy, and then you know because Nick Cage is tied up with like barbed wire around his head, like a crown of thorns, and yeah. around his his yeah. wrists. And yeah. he he breaks out because his his hands are so bloody. He's able to kind of squeeze them out. Right yeah. yeah, and uh, 
you know, her like charred corpse like's kind of there, like her head's like there ish, and it's yeah. just is brutal. And but as grates in the wind, yeah. Even before that, like as she's burning, like the camera is focused on Nick Cage's face. Oh, and there's a part and where it's just you see her mouth through the yeah. The it's it's a lot. It's a lot. It's a lot. It's a lot, and that's what I said. That's what I like. If you were really high watching this movie, yeah, probably the first half would be pretty enjoyable. But hopefully, you're starting to come down by the second half because yeah, don't it would be a bad time, <laughs> like halfway through. Yeah, um, I want to really talk about uh, the vodka scene where he's. We're not there yet. We are not there yet. It's you're nice skipping part. over the best part. What's what's that best part? Cheese goblin. Cheese goblin. Cheese goblin is pre wine. Or pre, uh, pre vodka, it is because he comes in, oh, right, half naked, yeah, because uh, they took his pants off. He just like after he, you know, yeah, go on, Tim. Well, yeah, he comes Freeze. in after he he frees himself and and has the corpse moment. Yeah, comes in, uh, and the TV is still on, and we get the cheese. It's something goblin. in Spanish first, yeah, it for was, a while. yeah, some and sort of Spanish. Just, show. Nick Cage just kind of standing there in the house. That's where he gets the shirt, the forty four shirt. Yes, yeah. he finds it on the floor, right. Um, yeah, cheese and then just cuts um, to this this eighties ass commercial on the TV. It almost I almost question like is this like a real right? I thought 80s? it was real for a little bit. I don't think it is until <laughs> the cheese goblin throws up cheese all over <laughs> all everyone. Over so you see, I was still I was still on board of it being real at that point. It was when he like is slowly emerging from the cheese <laughs> and just staring at you, and it's just like. Okay, that's not a No, it is real because later on there's Cheese Goblin in the in the guy's trailer. Well, I think cuz they made it. And there's a yeah. and there's a credit for Cheese Goblin yeah. in the credits. Oh, you're saying you're saying real as in real like an actual in product. The 80s. No, no. Yeah, oh, yeah. I thought you meant like he was hallucinating in the scene. Oh, no, no, no. He doesn't he's not tripping till till later. Till later. Til yeah, later, yeah. 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 No, that's so good. Cheese I Goblin, want... we were dying. Oh, sorry, it's, it's Cheddar go- Goblin. Oh, you're, you're right, right. it is Cheddar Goblin. goblin. Right. It is Cheddar Goblin. Yeah. With, uh, with like, this Goblin cheese has like 100% more cheese in it. And it's, it is good because it was such a like a terrible, like heavy scene to go It for breaks the comedic- tension yeah. a little bit. For yeah. Cheddar Goblin, very funny. There is some really good comedic relief in this movie. And that's what I was talking about before with like, you know, good laughs, the, yeah. the best part of metal is when it's like willing to be kind of poke fun at itself a little bit and and be a little tongue-in-cheek yeah and this movie is like it it puts in the like tongue-in-cheek it knows when it's giving you funny moments and it puts them in there at just the right time i yeah. think yeah but then once we get cheddar goblin then we get to we get then he, well we get then the, he passes out oh right true. and i think that's when we get the uh oh. no maybe the first one is that's our is is after he passes out, like after Mandy is burning, because he passes out yep. while he's tied up, because they they do these like fully animated, and that's where it really looks like the Heavy art metal. style of yeah. well, Metalocalypse specifically. Oh yeah, true. Well, probably ha- halfway between like Heavy Metal the movie and Metalocalypse, like that kind of art style, um, and it it's super like out of nowhere and kind of jarring but also cool and trippy it works and it as works. like these kind of like act breaks in a way yeah and uh you know i think i think what it is is that you know she's an illustrator yeah so this you know she kind of exists in this in this illustrated world yeah you know, and it and it totally fits it's really cool yeah um oh, which by the way do we not talk about the like title card act breaks yeah oh we did not and they are fucking fantastic they're so cool they're great i almost wanted like 
more of them. Well, the, no, there's three. Well, the, well, there's Crystal Lake or Crystal Mountain or whatever. Shadow Mountain. Shadow Mountain. Mountain. Yes. Uh, I know Mandy's the last one we get. And the yeah, what's the second one? Is, one? Uh, the the name of the cult, the followers of the New Dawn. Or oh something. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I think brothers yeah. are followers of New Dawn. Yeah, it's yeah. for the three acts in the movie. I don't know if it really because I feel like they're kind of loaded in the beginning of the movie a little bit, and then when man, then when he gets ready to go on a murder spree, that's when we get Mandy, and then the rest of the movie happens. Well, it, yeah, it's it's like acts in like uh, you have like a prologue, like a mid log, and then a. Movie, I guess I guess it's know? more like, thematic acts, not so much three acts. Because like in terms of I, time, I, I think the last I, part is much longer. I I agree. Probably, but like the first act is Nick Cage and Mandy like yeah. being together. Well, the second act is the cult coming yeah. in, and then the third act is the revenge part. Sure, but that's what I mean. Like the three acts written in the movie are not spread out like that. I mean, it's not one third of the movie, second third of the movie, third third. Sure, of but that's the not movie. necessarily how like three act structure works. Anyway, I'm yeah. saying that these I, I'm a, we all are on the same page. These acts exist as thematic checkpoints yeah the film i mean yes. the title cards of the acts are sick they're yeah, so cool. they're great yeah 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 uh i mean the first one is is the classic like um like tsr or like any of those fantasy novel fonts yeah. yep yep uh second one it's almost like a stranger things kind of yeah, well, yeah. It, laser in red. the same vein as like the fantasy novels that mandy is reading right right and um and then the last one is like a mondo uh, vinyl cover, um, yeah. and it's fucking. Sick. No, the last one is like a death metal band cover. Sure. But I mean, I think like they one and the same in a way. Mondo yeah, does a lot of really cool... death metal was around a long for a long time before Mondo. Like, sure, Mondo is biting death metal, not okay. I, yeah, I mean, we agree. Um, yes. Yeah, so it looks like really cool, and yeah, and then the movie kind of changes into the. And that's when you get the vodka the, the scene. Murder. You when get the he vodka scene. Is my and he's fucking favorite pissed. Nick Cage. The vodka scene might be my favorite like single scene of all the movies I've seen in 2018. The vodka scene is Nick Cage's spaghetti, spaghetti scene. scene. I was thinking that the whole time. Like this is the spaghetti scene of 2018. We fucking made it. We found it. It's here. Yes. Um, it's a, it's, a, it's just my favorite thing. I was just like. If you guys looked over at me, <clears throat> I was smiling. So we all were. We were like, all smiling. I was like, this is so fucking awesome. Because he's standing there in his underwear still, holding this, like... Giant bottle of vodka. Two liter bottle of vodka, and just chugging it, and screaming. Yeah. Taking and huge crying. Pulls, pouring it on his wounds. Yeah, it, just dumping it on fantastic. his wounds. So, let me, let me ask you guys this. Sure. Chances that that was actual real vodka. Uh, so I'd like to say zero, but like part of me is also like I don't know, thirty seventy. Like I hope not. Like unless he, if he did that in <laughs> one take, if he did it in one take, then I hope it was real vodka. No, if he had to do multiple takes of that, then he's yeah, that's so much vodka because he much. started at the top. And it was down to like a third left by the end of the scene. Well, he did pour all of that out also. But like in my heart of hearts, I really want it to be like they got it in one. (laughs) Daniel Day Cage. Yeah. And he that was fucking vodka. We'll just have to watch the Q&A later and see if someone brings that up. I want to see the I want to listen to the director's commentary on this movie. Um, also, good, uh, good, good 
camera motion on that one with and especially with like how crazy that wallpaper was and yeah. it sort of zooms that in bathroom a is so insane compared to the rest of the house. Yeah, it's it's just looks crazy. I don't even know where it is in the house. Yeah, it's because the house weird. looks like there's one yeah. room. The yeah. house looks like a, a like a weird like. Um, well, I mean, realistically, that bathroom was not shot. On the uh, same yeah, set right. That the house was. Yeah, um, yeah. Okay. So other weird seventies house that they yeah. found <laughs> on location. Um. So yeah, and then so you know the the revenge begins to go down. Uh, he gets his he gets the Reaper. Yeah, well he he goes up. over to Bill Duke's house. Bill Duke and, he, and Bill trailer. Duke's just like, let me give you some quick exposition. Bill on Duke, everything that's going of, on. Uh, yeah, he does dump the exposition yeah. right on you. He's a. Uh, I'm fine with it. He's it's the fine. Uh, the uh, over here guy from Predator. Oh, the first one. Yeah, you've while. seen the first. I've Predator, seen right? the okay, okay. Yeah, I've seen the first one. It's been a minute. I have seen the first one. I haven't seen it in a while. That's though. what I'm saying. Over here, guy. He he he's like. When's he die? What's the order he, of death for Bill Duke? I want to say he's the one that gets his arm shot off as he's shooting the gun. No, that's not him. I forget at what point he dies. He might have actually taken the a laser shot like right to his forehead. Okay, he might have been the one where like the the. Dots are right on his forehead, yeah, okay. and then it blows. Right through. Well, no, because like Jesse Ventura is the one that like takes yeah. the takes a shot in the chest. Hmm. Yeah. 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 No. He was the minigun guy, right? I've never seen Predator Two. Is that better or the same as Predator One? I would say quality? the same. Yeah. No. No. Predator, Predator One is better, okay. but okay. Predator Two is cool. Cool in different ways. Because like the idea of like him being in an urban environment, which is the pitch of the movie, I'm like, I fuck with that. Yeah, yeah. This That's time cool. it's a concrete jungle. Concrete jungle, yeah. yeah. Everyone looks really sweaty. There's some there's some weird locker. weird shit. And like Danny Glover being able to do his thing in is Predator cool. Two is cool. Okay. Yeah, but I can't it's, wait for the Predator cast. Predator One is I really do want to see the new Predator movie. Especially with the controversies, I'm like, yeah. give me, give me this now. Well, that was originally what Tim was going to come down for. And then we realized, but Mandy then was... I saw that, yeah, this was yeah. like a one night only sort of thing, and so I was like, no, 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 fuck the Predator. We need to see I'm this okay movie in theaters. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it was worth the switch. Yeah, it was worth the switch. Yeah. yeah. Um, he makes a scythe. I guess. The oh most my God. metal, insane. So cool. Well, it reminded me a lot of like Iron Man making a suit. <laughs> well, if it's if it's not cool enough that he goes to Bill Duke's house and gets this crossbow, and that's where Bill Duke dumps the exposition that the bikers are oh, right. are a, not like the cult has a relationship to a chemist who's making LSD and giving them LSD, but the bikers got. A bad, a bad batch of this LSD, and we're just like fucking insane from then on, and but like we're never the it. same. Yeah, yeah, and that led them down. I don't know if they were into BDSM before, and this kind of <laughs> just kicked it into overdrive or what. But I'd imagine you know they probably were a little bit into it. A little calm, a little calm. Be yeah, they're all Waldos. Yeah, now they're all yuck on any yums here. Yeah, I'm yeah. not yeah. here to yuck any yums. If you want to have a goopy face <laughs> covered in, in covered in nails, yeah, whatever, man. Yeah, I, you know, I can't. Uh, <laughs> haven't been in any nail parties, but doesn't mean I won't ever go. All to any I nail know parties. is now I have a Halloween costume this year, <laughs> so I'm set. <laughs> well, maybe we'll do a group costume. Yeah, Tim's a goopy guy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, well, Tim should be goopy guy. He's the tallest one. Can we get goop and in mason jars and just take just, it to the space? Eat the goop. <laughs> I can it it, it, it kind of looked like um, the the ooze. 
<laughs> to bring it back to Power Rangers, the yeah, Ivan Uzu. Yeah, 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 it's yeah. gray though. It's Grab like, a handful and throw it in your parents' face. Well, like you know, Nick Cage takes like a fingertip of the goop and like his head blows off, and mind. like in, yeah. when Hold they on, give we'll him get the goop, there. don't get ahead well, of look, us here. When they got give him the goop in the beginning from the like when they first meet those dudes, he that dude just takes it to it. the face and it's like pouring out of his yeah. mouth afterwards. Oh, it's just like dripping down his lips. They're they're fucking gone. He said blood for blood. And I thought like thought it was they blood. just gave him a they, like a, a exactly mason jar full of blood. Yeah, I was like, this is some goopy blood. Yeah, yeah. I was like, that's well, fine. blood will congeal if you just leave it sitting that's in a true. mason jar don't, for any amount of time. Don't science me right now. It's late. Jesus. I mean, I can show you. I've got a blood a mason jar full of I've blood. I've seen. Just, I've seen the jar. Of got blood them laying in around. House. Yeah, yeah. Okay. okay. So I'm trying to show me the jar of blood. Um. So yeah, so he makes the fucking insane Wait, why did he give him the crossbow, though? Why did he need... He was like, it's right here where you left it. The question is, why why is he holding the crossbow? I I think they just put that in there as sort of a little tiny, like, we're we're just going to put this little detail in Mm -hmm. here to make you be like... Because obviously these two have a relationship. Yeah. And when Nick Cage says, I'm going hunting... Like, there's an implication there that, like, he has a history of violence that... I mean, he's they're, like, super good at killing, like... Could be. That yeah. guy's wearing an army jacket. That's good. That's actually... That's good, actually uh, probably exactly yeah. what they're talking about. Yeah. Yeah. That's probably it. Yeah, that's a good, that's a good catch. Yeah, I thought it was a little weird. I was just like, okay, well, why does this guy even have your crossbow? Why can't, like, why why can't why, a cage have it? Yeah. Why haven't you had it the whole time? Yeah. You know? but, Nam is probably 100% what it is. I can definitely see that being the case. Yeah, I maybe, mean, maybe, let's go with that. Be, maybe cool goth GF doesn't like weapons in the house, too. You know, yeah, yeah. I, my last scythe I had to give up when we, you know, mm. got together. But kind of hypocritical that she draws all these scythes all day, but I can't keep one. Sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's only a fantasy thing. Um, I mean, to go directly from that scene... The cool crossbow expo dump to him forging this. <laughs> it's fucking, insane. Where is he? Like, <laughs> why is he doing he's, this? It's definitely the like wharf, like that yeah. thing that he's that like it war is, axe, yeah. the, like Klingon war axe kind of thing. And you know, like I've been watching all these these like forging videos on YouTube where these guys make like anime inspired like and they take like an anime sword and they'll just forge it. And I'm like that. I don't think that that's a very good way to forge that thing. It was just he just poured it all out and then just like hammered it a little bit. Oh, hold on, like, let's unpack like this. You've been watching forging videos. Yeah, don't knock anyone's nut, boy. I just want to know how you got into that rap. That where where because I like to watch people make things. That's fair. Yeah, yeah, uh, that's true. I think I w- started watching Tested, like Adam Savage's. Stuff, oh yeah, and then the recommendation. Oh, Will Smith's Tested that became Adam Savage's Tested. Will Smith. Will Smith is not that Will Smith. There's oh. another Will Smith. I was it was also oh, it was Will. <laughs> oh, no, he hosts a podcast, doesn't he? Will Smith and and Norman Chan yes. were the original two Tested dudes. Yes, and then they brought in Adam Savage later. I just think it's funny that it's, that it's Adam Savage. That it's Adam Savage. It's even called tested that. now. Yeah. yeah, I know, I know. They're they're those dudes used to be in the same office as the Giant Bomb guys. They were both Whiskey Media, so that's we're going back to like 2012 okay. here. So even earlier. Yeah, I like Tested too. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah so that's how you, that's how you find him. That hmm. scythe looks like it's alien. He doesn't even look over this world. It's insane. Why does he make it? 
It's super like warfy. It's it's so <laughs> it's insane very... for everything else in the movie being so dirty and grounded. And for him to like this shiny like, new in the mines of Moria. I, mean, like, yeah. I think I think for you know he has this crossbow called the Reaper, and he kind of you know he's he's like the Grim Reaper to these weird god people. He's like he is death, and he has a scythe to prove it. You mm-hmm. know. That's kind of his position in and the film. Mandy says, "Yes, yes, go ahead, Tim." Well, Mandy says something. Well, you might know better because I didn't catch it all the way. But when she's facing off against the cultist and she's laughing at him, she says, "Like you, I only see like the reaper." I see the through. reach. I see the reaper near or the reaper approaching or something like that. Yeah, yeah. There's so many cool lines of dialogue in yeah. this movie. What does he say? Um, as Mandy or right before they burn Mandy, he says something about like the. Um, but the darker the, the no the wrath of oh the cleansing power of fire cannot be rationed with yeah something or, like that or reasoned with yeah I think it's reasoned yeah yeah ration doesn't make any sense reasoned with and uh, that's when Mike like leaned over to me and was like that's a really really good line <laughs> shout out to Mike we miss he came to see the movie with us but he's, did not have a, time for the podcast busy boy he has a kitten. Apparently it's burning the house down. As the kitten speak. is is up to no good. It's destroying everything. Yes, and he's he's working on some super secret secret projects. This as is well. my mm. first micless podcast. Wow, well, no, we have yeah. one right here. Yeah, hey. into it. Wow, you guys, you guys <laughs> like that? Huh? Yeah, putting that degree to work. I zip zap zap zip zap and kill me. Um, so it makes the giant weirdo axe. Makes this, yeah, makes the thing. Digs a second grave. Uh, you go for revenge. He you dig two graves. shoots the, he, the, the, he's waiting for the mortar boys. Well, then it basically just becomes the revenge yeah. movie. Yeah, the movie, yeah. But he starts picking them off. Yeah, and there's yeah. some cool, there's like real cool deaths in Highlights. this. Highlights. Uh, he? he kills Goopy Guy by tricking him and and hit him with a pipe. Yeah, he didn't call, what does he call him? He calls him a... Something Snowflake. Something Snowflake. You're a special Snowflake. Special, special Snowflake or something. Which snowflake just seemed like kind of out of place. Yeah. That line, but whatever. That seems I don't a little know weird because he's like, he's kind of like, don't hurt me, man. Because he's trying to trick him. He's fucking with him. Yeah. yeah. But they just start saying weird stuff to him. There's some weird shit him. to him, yeah. Did he kill the Spike Guy with the car or was the Spike Guy fine? Because I don't know if the spike guy was the one who was doing three cocaine. Or four. I yeah, that's what I was confused by too. Because he sure. kills three guys. I think there there must have been four, and the first one he kills. Okay, this is what I think. He wrecks happens. his car into that guy. He wrecks his car into that guy, and, that's and the then spike he gets man. captured. Right. Right. Which I, I'm assuming was his plan. I don't right. Know. No, I don't, I don't think so. Think I think well, he then just he shouldn't have ran his fucking car. No, he shouldn't have. I don't think he was thinking super tactfully here. He needed the cocaine. Yeah, I think he was. Um, he was drunk as fuck. That's true. Remember, that was a while, that was a while before. Yeah, that could have been a day past. But um, I got another wink of sleep. He probably was not thinking super rationally. Yeah, and he was just. I wonder mad. how he like tracked down the biker guys. Like, well, no, because um, his buddy told oh, him told that him they, that they, they like be. ride around certain areas. Yeah, you're yeah, right, yeah, you're right. Yep. Um. So he kills that guy with the car, he kills the other guy by calling him a vicious snowflake, and then a pipe to the face. Then he Well, he the, wounds that guy. Yeah, he drops him into the... That guy the, comes back. Yeah, he goes... He drops him oh, below. Oh, that's the Because that's the yeah. goopy guy. He comes yeah. back with the shotgun. Yeah. Oh, yes, you're yeah. right. Yeah, so he kills your goopy Goopo, guys. In, Goopo goopy guys is incapacitated. He's, he's incapacitated. Yeah. Uh, yep. then, he, then Cocaine Man. Well, he sees the, like, the fuck pig. What a grim scene, man. That whole scene. The fuck pig? 
I guess is well, yeah. Is... Well, like you like pan, you like pan in, and there's like the two dead people in the in the bed, yes. and like the one guy's ass is all covered in blood. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, not nah, like draw your own conclusions, but yeah. Seems I don't like remember he, the actor's yeah. name, but we were poking around on IMDb a little bit, and yes, that character's name is listed on IMDb as Fuckpig. Unless there's another Fuckpig in the movie, but... I'm pretty sure that's the one. Yeah, I would think so, too. We'd all can imagine. Um, yeah, Fuckpig didn't have a headshot, so it's hard yeah. on IMDb, so it's hard to say for sure. You really don't see his face We've in the We've only really either. seen the bloody seen butt. butt. The bloody yeah. butt, yeah, true. Um, Unless that was then, Fatty. <clears throat> no. But I think we would have seen the curls. No, Fatty got... Scoot. Oh, well, I guess they could have got to take that. Could have been the ultimate death. fate of Fanny. That seemed like an old guy. It did seem like an old guy. Yeah. yeah. Um. So then he finds the next guy. He's uh, watching porn, not masturbating, and snorting just what is a giant pile Scarface of cocaine. level of cocaine. Yeah, like yeah, a, just a, ta- a mound of cocaine. So they get into a fight. I think Nick Cage just stabs. He stabs him in the neck, and then just gets blood. The blood. All over yeah. His he face. like cuts his throat open with a box cutter. Yeah. And the blood just like pours down onto his face. So that guy had like he had a like sword a stuck sword in him hand? or something. Yeah, but he kind of got himself stuck in the ground. So Nick Cage took advantage of that by neck stabbing him. Yeah, and then throat cut. Goopy guy comes back, and Nick Cage snaps his neck, and like he also maybe he knows kung, kung fu. The guy a he little kung bit, a little bit, which is why I think the Vietnam theory holds up because he could be like a Green Beret or something yeah. like that. He knows how, to f- which how would to make fuck. sense. Yeah. That would make sense. Why he's like. Already kind of broken inside, even from the beginning. Like, is he's kind of out his there? Only real, like, soulless in the thing. world. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, and then he uh, snorts a giant amount of. Cocaine. He takes a pretty good line. He takes a pretty good. I would call it a. It's not a mound. Yeah, of more cocaine. of a mound. Yeah. It kind of just a handful. Yeah, he just shoves that in there, and then he finds the the he finds a jar of gray goop, and he's yeah. just like, I need to fucking lick this. Yeah. I needed to see just what the fuck is it, right? Yeah. And then he, he um, Raiders of the Lark, Lost Ark, mind face Oh, melts. man. That's one of the best, like, dream trip sequences, trip sequences. in the yep. movie. It just fucking explodes. Looks insane. Oh, man. It's so cool. But he gets a pupil style. And I, I think from there, like, he kind of, I think sort of what they're going for, because... The biker dudes... He's becoming like them. ...very much seem supernatural in their ability to take pain and take violence and be totally fine. So I think he's, like, kind of taking on some of their more, like, demon qualities. he's wearing one of their qualities. you know? He's, like, kind of... He's covered in blood. He he does start to look like them. You know, he's becoming the big daddy. He's becoming the Reaper. Yeah. Yeah. He's becoming someone that we're afraid of. Yep. Uh, and then I think after he kills the guy outside uh, by lighting on fire and smoking a cigarette from after his burning his head. head. That's yes. the one where he like that's the most supernatural of them because he like shoots him in like the back of the head with the crossbow through the and neck. The guy just, through like, the neck. He just like back. he's just like fuck. But they love pain, so maybe it's just like this is sick. Yeah, <laughs> you know. Yeah, and then they do. That's the most like kung fu-y fight. Mm-hmm. Didn't love the fight choreography in that fight because it becomes like a just like stand up. Very coordinated. Yeah, yeah it's like I have two swords. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, it's fine. I mean, like, it's, it's, cool. it, it it's, all works. it's all right. Yeah. Him smoking a cigarette off his burning head is worth it. Yeah, so he picks up the me. cigarette, and you're like, "Do it, come on." We know. Yeah, it's we all know what he's gonna do. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But the look on his face, he's like holding the cigarette. He's like super bug eyed because I think he's still getting used to being a handful <laughs> being uh, of cocaine forever, and also like a fingertips worth of <laughs> yeah. of goop. 
Yeah. Yeah. I'd, I'd imagine so. And then he... Uh, you gotta level yourself out a little bit with a cigarette, you know? Even yeah. in the fade-out of that scene, like, he, two puffs are showing, and then the fade-out is on the third, and the third, he's like... <sighs> he just cheats like, the rest. I yeah. Think this is for me now. Yep. Uh, I think the next thing after that, he goes see, to see the LSD guy. Yep. And, with uh, the weirdo tiger. <laughs> just <has> a tiger. <laughs> yeah. I think the, the, like the man Lisa with the golden gun, too. He's got a golden loser on the door. Yeah, yeah, it's just like, this is such a strange scenario. And then, like... I think that uh, Nick Cage is still tripping sack because everyone's talking like, like yes, well, and you know. every time Nick Cage speaks, which I don't think he actually speaks in that scene, but it, well, it's super one sided because Golden Luger guy just is talking the mm-hmm. whole and he's, time. And he's like, putting his hands in the in pool of acid, which is just like, yeah, you, that will make a trip. And he flicked his fingers. Yeah, as well. it's just yeah. like he's got it all over him. Yeah, um, but anytime Nick Cage talks from there on out, he speaks like the. Um, the muffled the bikers, bikers, like the weird, yeah. like deep, kind of fucked up voice. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So they that have a weird cool. conversation. That, that monologue scene is was cool. cool. There's like not really too much that I sucked about it, but the whole scene composition is cool. When the when the row of lights like don't turn on to the yes. cage, he's just standing there. Yes. And then he's like, "You're right." And he just lets the tiger go. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Leave the tiger wrong. out of this. Yeah. Yeah. I know what it was the tiger's name. Calm. I think it's oh. Lisa or something. I don't know. I don't remember what the tiger's name mm. was. Maybe it had a good IMDb. name. It did have a good name. Yeah, it was something like simple and oh, fuck tiger. Name. Fuck tiger. <laughs> so after after that, he starts hunting down the the cultists. Yeah, finds the first car of them, which is like second command and pregnant lady and uh, oh, blonde yeah. boy. No, blonde boy is no, no, just, second just the two. Is two. And yeah. he just makes him like. Like slob on his uh, <laughs> the axe. back of his the axe. Of his He's axe. got a knife on the back yeah. of his axe. Yeah, the hilt of his axe. It's, yeah, and a spear uh, tip. He spares pregnant chick. Don't see her for the rest she of the movie. She just bails. She looks yeah. somewhat happy. I I yeah. took the earlier scene before they burn Mandy, where he the um, Jeremiah gives her the the gun. To like shoot herself or mm. Russian and roulette. Russian kinda. roulette. And he says like prove to him how much you love me by doing this Russian roulette. I take that as her being like please let this chamber be the bullet. Because mm. I kind of take that as like that's her out. Oh so maybe he's kind of like fucking her over by not killing her in a way. No I know? think he let her go and she just fucking pieced. She she's, failed. She's good. Because yeah. she is probably like she's far younger than anybody else in the cult. And I think she probably is just in too deep at this point And can't get out right i mean i'm probably reading into it a lot but yeah i mean she has a kind of like a dead stare to her you know like she's kind of got the ten thousand yard stare yeah, for yeah. Sure. she's also the only one that doesn't laugh or smile when mandy gets burned yeah she yeah. is like not necessarily sad but she you there's a certain twinge to her face she seems more captive than complicit yeah yeah i would no, say i think that's fair yeah um good he kills blonde boy by throwing the fucking that's so good. Yeah, he's doing like wax on, wax off on the car. Spit shine, and then yeah. Just, just yeah, literal spit, spit shine, and then just the axe comes fake ass like flying. It looks it looks so bad, hill. so good. It's yeah. so good, and uh, kills him. And then uh, I think it's it's chainsaw, which face off after that. 
I don't know why he needed to switch to the chainsaw because it was not a reliable chainsaw and it's his not, axe was so good. It's yeah. not every day you get the opportunity right. to kill someone with the chainsaw. I think and he he's, saw it, he's just like, yeah, you know. He wants to make it count, but it's so Unfortunately, good. Uh, Sephiroth had his chainsaw. Yeah, right, the most anime shit. Oh my God, it was so... It was like nine very, foot long chainsaw blade. It's, it's this like dude with like a wispy haircut and like a tight shirt and pulls out this massive... It's like a, a Kenshin battle or something, yeah. you know? It's, yes. Uh, and uh, that fight is great. Uh, really good chainsaw choreography, for yes. sure. Get a and Ghost Rider throwback. Yes, that's yes. where I was going to go with that. <laughs> he pulls out the chain. I was like, oh, holy shit. Ghost Rider 3. It's here. It's the spirit of vengeance. Yeah, yeah there it you go. really is. Yeah, it proves it in this movie. And uh, after that, he gets to Cult HQ, which is like... Weirdo Scandinavian. So I love the way I love so the, way cool. the church looks. Yes, it's so the mega church. It's so fucking cool. Like it's very um, it's it's all wood, but it's like kind of Art Deco by how like organized all the pillars are yep. and like the lighting in it is just like you know they save the best for last. It really is like one of the crowning achievements visually in the film. Uh, he finds old lady, and you don't. See, I thought he was gonna spare her. Fuck no. But uh, just because he spared the other chick, but then he uh, no, ch- he chopped her fucking head off. She's com- she's way more. I thought more she was complicit. gonna try and shiv him or something. You know, uh, I thought that whole and... right, yeah. yeah well, she that whole like shit. she tried to seduce him. I thought that there was gonna be a nice knife coming in there. Yeah, but then no, I don't think no, so. Nick no. Cage just just murked her. And yeah. then uh, then it's time for the the big bad. Toss, tossed her head into that room. <laughs> yeah, it was fun. when he says like God's in this room, don't come in here, and then he just launches the head <laughs> into the room. And, he, and then the, his immediate react, Jeremiah's immediate reaction is like, oh no! Well, he was in the middle of like fucking the wall. I don't know what he was getting up to in there. Yeah, and then like you know when it comes face to to Nick Cage, I am your god now. Um, yeah, and his garbled. Lyrics. Yeah, which is like sick. Um, and it's cool how Jeremiah goes through like you see the like stages of grief going on. He's, like, he's trying to he's like, trying to be like, oh no, you're here. You're special. This is why you're here. Yeah, and he's yeah. just like. I'll suck your dick, man. man. Just don't, don't kill me. me. And then he goes back to like, oh no, you like, no, I'm I'm in control here. Like the denial yeah. phase mm-hmm. of it. And then Nick Cage uh, squashes him like a, like a bug. Pops his head. Yeah. It's a good uh, flip to how Mandy just laughed in his face. Yeah. And he was like, well, no, I will suck your dick. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, he sucks. At yeah, no point terrible. is he ever. Yeah. yeah, no, he's not redeemable at all. Yeah. I almost like, you know, in that scene, you wonder, like, I wonder how much he really believed in it or how much he... Oh, no, you could tell the second where he turns and says, like, I'll yeah. suck your dick. Like, he doesn't think he's a... He's, like, getting away with convincing people that yeah. he is a deity, but only by his own, like, sheer narcissism and right. his ability to convince people that. I don't actually think he is convinced. I don't know. I didn't. I took it that way. It's just him, especially when he like flips the switch. There, he's yeah. like, "Okay, okay, okay, you got me. Like, whatever, I'll do whatever it takes." I guess I, you know, I think it's Mike could be like the way I read into it was like a little bit calm at comedy. Like, I think that he did switch in that moment. I do think like maybe he's like half into it, half like. But I do think in the scenes where he really thinks he's like fucking golden god, he like kind of is into it. You know? Yeah. Maybe, maybe well, he can like convince himself drinking as well his own Kool-Aid, yeah, you know exactly. what I mean? Absolutely. Yeah. I might even have like some sort of multiple personality disorder in that window scene. You do enough he's great like, goop, you're going to yeah. have some problems. Yeah. yeah. I mean, he's shattered in that window scene and his reflection tells him to like man up. Basically. Yeah. Right. So, 
Right. It's true. There could be some more, you know, emotionally, mentally at play. So Nick Cage switches his head, leaves. We have a really the denouement oh, yeah. of the film is really is really cool because uh, he's driving away. We have some really great Cage faces. Um, oh just a yeah. Plus him just making the craziest faces I I've ever seen. Period. Um, on Nick Cage. On Nick Cage. Or just across the board. Uh, a little bit of both. And but like the scene where he's in the car, it's fading out between like where you imagine him and Mandy first meet, it's like a flashback where he's yeah. like smoking a cigarette and they're both wearing the Looks like they're shirt. at like a gig. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like yeah. they're at like a metal show, it seems yeah, like, yeah. you know, by the clientele who's around. And uh, he's kind of, you know, he, he's he's completed the revenge and in like a brief moment where I'm assuming he's still tripping sack, you know, Mandy's kind of with him again. <laughs> so um, good when they come back to his face. Yeah, and he's just like, smi- he has like a little smile. And like, <laughs> he's just covered in blood and yeah. wearing this ridiculous crazy. armor and is f- totally fucked. And he's like, got this huge smile, bug eye look on yeah. his face. And then I think after that movie kind of just like... Ends, well, it, right? it pulls out like with him driving the car down right. the road, but then as it pulls out, you have this like crazy like fantasy hell landscape yeah um which there are scenes earlier in the movie where it looks like he is sort of like descending into hell yeah whether it's well, him I mean, when, hallucinating he, when he or fights not. the last guy i don't want to say it's a fight he kills him um he like drops into like a hole because it's like they're in like catacombs under this church yeah almost. it is kind of like a, a dante's inferno, dante's inferno yeah. sort of thing like descent into hell as he is killing all these people and then he's changing because of it yeah and i think the implication when he's driving away with the crazy hell landscape in mm-hmm. the background is like he's just forever gone he's in he's too deep in yeah roaming yeah. spirit now yeah i mean i it's think he's roaming he's spirit of vengeance yeah. he's basically say. one of the bikers he's, he's, at this point he's fully changed would you say he's a ghost rider <gasps> You could say that. Yeah. yeah. I mean, what do we kind of, you know, in that moment, like, make of the morality of the movie? Like, or, like, his morality by the end of the movie? Like, how did, like how does that character, like, live on? Or what does he do? Yeah, I think the morality kind of went out the window. And I think yeah. he is sympathetic because of what happens to Mandy. And because I think the film does a good job of actually establishing a relationship between the two. Yeah. That once she dies, you know, you see the light go out in his eyes in the scene where he's watching her burn. Right. And I think from then on, he does not care about his life or his mortal soul. No. Like, yeah. Whether he actually believes I mean, in anything know, like that. He's killing bad people, another. you know. Yeah, but I don't, I they just don't, don't I don't think so he, he plans to come back from this. No. Yeah, you're probably right. I think he is like. And he, it's a good line when he's he's talking to uh, Bill Bill Duke, and he's like, he goes, "You're you're probably gonna die doing this." And he just says, "Don't be so negative." Yeah, it's so funny. <laughs> the, the, that we kind of didn't touch on like just the conversation they're having where he's just like, "Bible freak or like Jesus freaks came and, and they're hip and the hippies killed her." <laughs> yeah. and it's just like it's a weird conversation. It's very Nikita. He doesn't really do a ton of talking for the rest of the movie. Nikita does not do a ton of talking throughout the entire movie. It's kind movie. of another like John Wickism, um even less so than John Wick, but like you know, you just don't give these guys too many speaking lines. They're, they're really listen, they're playing it. to Nick Cage's strengths. His strengths are facial expressions, screaming, yeah. emoting, 
Not necessarily speaking all he the time. He did that all very well. And he, yeah. yes, this, this, it's hard to imagine this part with anybody else but Nick Cage. I can't say for sure if this part was written for him specifically, but it sure feels like it was. Yeah, I mean, you know, it probably maybe was a little different than Nick Cage like brought his own flair to it when he got the job, you know, or I don't know. did the gig. I feel like if you write a movie in 2018 with Nick Cage in mind for the role, you could probably get Nick Cage. <laughs> maybe. I mean, I don't know. I don't even think like being John Malkovich was like written with necessarily John Malkovich. Yeah, but that's a long ass time ago. Yeah. <laughs> I'm talking about like now Nick Cage, like he'll do your movie probably. Uh, I mean, he seems like someone who we've mentioned before. He's like down to do whatever, yeah. <laughs> you know. I think with anybody else, this movie might be unbearably serious. Yeah. 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 He adds like, I mean, you know, there were some moments where I think we're on purpose on funny, but I think there are plenty of moments where we and the audience were just like, Oh, we're going to laugh right now. This is mad funny. I'm <laughs> like, willing to give this movie the benefit of the, the doubt that all the moments where you're laughing yeah. are on purpose funny. Like, even the moments that it's just you're laughing because of how crazy or awkward or weird it and is. Yeah, that's, that's on. That is intentional. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, that's fair. <sighs> all right. You guys have any uh, other things you want to get off your chest about Mandy? I think we really dug in. Yeah, we yeah. really did. We kind of went beat for beat through the through the film. Those are our, those are our hot takes. Um. All right. Yeah, I think I'm sad. I kind of yeah. thought maybe he was gonna Thelma and Louise at the end. I was I was waiting for like over the cliff. I feel like the only real cathar- yeah. catharsis he could have for himself is suicide. But yeah. I don't I don't know. It's hard to imagine. The you know, movie's not kind of built for us to really imagine what he's gonna do with the rest of his life. Maybe he'll start a business. Maybe. Yeah, maybe he'll do like a paper company. Maybe yeah, he'll right. get really into like the blockchain. Yeah. <laughs> you know. <laughs> <laughs> the last scene is him like it's never too late invest in a little company called Apple uh-huh. <laughs> oh yeah I forgot it was the 80s yeah. so yeah oh, man. if he got into the blockchain shit. in the 80s he'd be really Huge. making Make that dumb. I hope that his character ends up being rich and normal yeah down it but. can't imagine being the case well, you know, you know, yeah, maybe there's more like weird biker people to murder who knows yeah I I took hope. took the end if we're really talking about seriously is like whatever the rest of his existence is. It's is not a, great. It's effectively hell. Yeah. He is like in, he is fully descended into hell. He's not getting out. Yeah. I mean, who knows? The amount of that goop he licked could last forever. <laughs> like, you Well, know. that's what they said specifically is like they took that LSD, that bad LSD and were never the same again. Yeah. So. so. Um, all right, the guys. movie kicks ass. It's I mean, fucking dope. For yeah. Mandy too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Spirit of Vengeance. Uh, you guys see this being on maybe your end of the year list when we get there? Mine for sure. I uh, also feel the same way. Not sure where it's going to be, but I think it will be on there. Yeah, it was a very novel experience. Yeah. yeah. We so happy we saw it in the theater. I can't stress that enough. It's cool. It's, uh, you know, when we saw like Started to Bother You, I was just like, man, you don't get to see movies like this anymore. And then we got this movie. I'm like, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> what is this dude there's there's been a number of movies this year where it's like wow this is a cool cinematic experience that Absolutely. i am very happy for even the ones like you know yeah. even black panther you could say that about Absolutely, you're just like damn this is this is a fucking cultural phenomenon yeah, like, yeah. this is really cool yeah, yeah. I, I don't think 2018 has had like the same number of like consistent heavy hitters that 2017 had but the ones that do hit hit hard and, and they're good i think i don't know now that we're like deep into September or midway through September, I think we'll look back on 2018 and there will be a number of good, probably not as many 
Yeah, it'll probably kinda, be easier to rank the top ten. Thing, but there's some quality movies. That I think we're seen. also there's the real exciting stuff is on the horizon. So we'll be getting there soon. I'm looking forward to it. Uh, all right, guys. Well, thank you too so much for joining me for another episode of Hot Takes. Uh, this is not the only podcast we do on Story Screen. We do a whole bunch of other shows. We uh, just came out with a new episode of Talking Simulator. Uh, where Jack and I really dive into the nitty-gritty of a little video game called Bioshock. And we kind of talk about that that narrative in that video game. So please give that a listen. Yeah, and that's our new podcast series where we will be talking about narrative in video games in depth for a number yep. of games. So look out for more of that on yeah. the horizon. Uh, Tim, you just did a podcast with Burge not too long ago. Yes, I did. Want to plug that real quick? Yeah, the uh, Spaghetti Western cast. Ooh, uh, I tell- love spaghetti. Tell me more. Well, we started with... How many spaghetti western scenes are there? The whole thing... Look, it's not spaghetti, though. It's soup. There's a lot of of good soup eating Uh, in The Good, The Bad, and the Ugly. We'll have to listen to the episode and learn I feel like this is an inside joke. Yeah, yeah. Inside the podcast. You gotta watch The Good, The Bad, and the Ugly, because that has the the pre-spaghetti scene of the soup scene, where they're just eating soup. The building blocks, And it is tense. Mm -hmm. Uh, The the beginning of the The, DNA spaghetti. The proto-spaghetti scene, if you will. The V1. Um, well, I'm excited. You guys should definitely check that out. I have to watch Good, Bad, and the Ugly, I imagine, to give that a listen. Yeah, you should. Yeah. You should probably just watch that movie anyway. Well, that's kind of what, yeah. Now, yeah. especially... Have you seen Unforgiven? No. Let's see here. Yeah. Have you met Rob before? Nah, I, I've, I know. Yeah, I've, everyone I've knows the fucking this. jokes. Well, I've seen Mandy, and it fucking rocks. <laughs> um, so there you go. Hell yeah. Uh, you can find us on storyscreenbeacon.com. We're on Facebook. Uh, we got that it's, Instagram. We're the only ones left on Facebook. That's it. So don't even worry about it. Uh, <laughs> we're on that Instagram and that Twitter. Jack, throw me the uh, things. Story underscore screen on Twitter. Story underscore screen underscore beacon on Instagram. Thank you. So yeah, we're all on there. Uh, Go on the website, find a whole bunch of really dope articles written by some really dope people. Find some other podcasts written or not (laughs) spoken spoken by some really dope. No, we write out all of our podcasts. Yeah, if you guys want to find the transcripts of all of our episodes, they're uh, very tightly scripted. Every single one of them. We have. There's no improv that happens here. Even this part was written down. Mispronunciation, Robbie and I have ever had was written into the script. Yeah, no Larry David here. No, none. Uh, all right, guys. Well, this is another episode of Hot Takes. Thanks again for listening. Peace. Bye. See ya. I actually fuck with this. I like Portlandia when it's like... For some skits. Vignettes. Yeah. Skits. That are like tangentially related. I am the pullout king. Yes. Cacao. Cacao. Cacao.